When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We work hard as physicians to take care of the health and well-being of our patients. But when it comes to our money, do we have the same condition of care? Probably, probably not. Let's change that together. Welcome to the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast, where we'll fight and advocate for your financial literacy. As always, I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. Thanks for being here. Let's jump into the show. Before we begin today's episode, let's hear from this week's sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by InCrowd Answers. InCrowd Answers is a platform where you can get paid to complete short microsurveys. It's great for physicians looking to diversify their streams of alternative income and earn some passive income on the side. It's free to sign up and you can check them out by clicking on the link in the show notes below. Welcome, everybody, to this week's uh, podcast episode for the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast. And as you know, we tout four types of freedom. The first is financial freedom. Second is time, location, emotional freedom. And today we have a uh, very special guest. He's he's with the White Coat Investor, and his name is Andrew Paulson, and he's going to talk to us all about student loans, um, his company, how he helps uh, doctors um, educate themselves about student loans, different financing, different repayment. So um, we met at FinCon and I we got to hang out with uh, each other with the White Coat Investor team and it was a pleasure to meet him. So now I'm trying to introduce Andrew to uh, my audience. So welcome. Great. Thanks for having me, Christopher. Excited to be here. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, it was, I was like, alluded to, you know, is a, is a small world, you know, we met at FinCon, you know, uh, Jim was speaking and, you know, we, I learned more about your company and I was like, oh, this is an interesting area. It's very important, you know, um, especially for medical students or residents to learn about, you know, how much student loans to take out, you know, when it's come time to repay the different repayment options. So um, this is something that's, you know, very informative. So tell us a little bit about yourself, your company, um, you know, your beginning, your um, affiliations with White Coat Investor, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, my name's Andrew Paulson. I uh, co-founded the company studentloanadvice.com. I'm, I'm not a physician, but my wife is a nurse. So we have some, some healthcare background and I, you know, kind of started out in, in the business world, chasing a dream and chasing a passion of working in the investment industry and worked, worked on in the East Coast for a couple of years, kind of chase, chasing that dream and uh, realized that I was really interested in working with, with individuals on, you know, figuring out retirement and their finances. So, you know, back in, in business school, that was something that I really loved doing was talking about the stock market and 
how to you know manage your money and and then i had moved into a role where i was helping organizations make investment decisions but i really wanted to get back into a position where i was working more individual with with people and consulting or advising and uh, the white coat investor reached out they were looking for someone who had financial background you know an understanding uh you know somewhat in healthcare and I really fit fit the role, and I was looking to jump into an entrepreneurial uh, opportunity. And uh, so I co-founded the company called StudentLoanAdvice.com with the White Coat Investor, just because they had seen, you know, as this is a, you know, it's a great financial literacy platform for physicians, uh, dentists, and really healthcare professionals broadly, and lots of high earners. But you know, they had seen that. In terms of student loans, there's a lot out there and there's so many nuances to it. And, and that's where the idea came up for to set up this company where we do one-on-one -on -one consultations and, and help them manage their student loans in the most optimal way, you know, paying them off or going for loan forgiveness, but bottom line, getting you out of debt in, in the most optimal way. That, that's so awesome because um, I, I know because student loans are so important because, um, you know, that's how a lot of medical students, um, um, uh, DOs, dentists, they finance their education. And it's really important to um, understand that because when I was going through medical school, the only option you had, um, this was back in 2007, the only options you had were to uh, consolidate all your loans and refinance it and lock in a rate. And that, and that, yeah. <laughs> but, but now you have like you have income base you have student loan forgiveness you have all of these um different vehicles so um you know i want to i want to introduce you know student loan advice um because i think the white coat investor is doing a lot of um very great work in terms of financial education and information so and i'm trying to get that out to my audience as well so uh to, broadly you don't have to give us a a uh, a, a lecture, but tell us more broadly about the student loan market, you know, different options and how studentloanadvice.com fits into the picture. Yeah, absolutely. So student loans are about a $1.6, $1.7 trillion industry. So, and there's, I think it's about 40 million people right now that currently have student loans. So it's massive and it's, it's a massive issue out there. And, and so many of you out there that have gone into healthcare have large student loans. And not only do you have, you know, large student loans, but you have a complex payoff process where, you know, for a long period of time, you were in your professional degree program, earning your medical degree or your dental degree. And, and then after that, you go into this, you know, your residency and your period of training, and they're asking for you to start paying on those $300,000 student loans that you took out for medical school. And that's a tough pill to swallow. And yeah. like what you were saying, when you graduated back in 07, the 08 area, you know, the only option was to just private refinance those and start paying, you know, throwing lots and lots of money every single month at those student loans, which is really difficult when yeah. you're making 50 or $60,000 as a resident. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that they created is these income driven repayment programs, which help you reduce your payments, particularly while you're in your training or even after you get out of your training, when you're kind of getting your feet under you, getting that attending job and figuring out, you know, how to manage your student loans. And 
you know, that is often a, a big plus for people because, you know, when you're making three or $4,000 a month, you can have monthly payments somewhere in the 200 to $400 range, which is a lot more affordable than like a $4,000 monthly payment. And, you know, so we, we walk through all the different repayment plan options that are at your disposal and, and how to choose them. Because if you're single, you know, uh, or a, it, it tends to be pretty straightforward on, on how to manage your student loans, uh, particularly when you're in your training. But then if you're married or your spouse has student loans, you know, that's where it can get more complex and where, you know, it's picking the right repayment plan is extremely important. And it can be, you know, a thousand, I mean, you, you could lose thousands of dollars if you, if you pick the wrong repayment plan. So we help people kind of navigate that process and, you know, there's not only this refinancing and paying them off kind of the old school way as our parents had told us growing up, there's a multitude of loan forgiveness options as well that are particularly available to physicians. One of the loan forgiveness programs is called public service loan forgiveness. And, and that's, that's a, a large forgiveness program that, that's available and out there. So in, in one of our one-on-one -on -one consultations, we go through all your repayment options, understand you know, your student loans, and, and help you kind of draw and sketch an optimal plan for getting them done. Yeah, that's a, that's a, great, uh, that's a great overview. So it's, it sounds like now there's a plethora of options. And um, so if, a, for example, if a gradu graduating medical student, you know, they have you know, anywhere $300,000, $400,000 in, in student loan debt, uh, what are some of the common um, mistakes or pitfalls that they they make you know that you see commonly when working with clients? Yeah, so one one of the first ones is they don't realize that so many of those student loans that you took out in medical school, they start growing the minute that you take them out. So the ones that you took out when you were a first year medical student all the way up until your fourth year, the minute those come out, they start accruing interest uh, because they're typically unsubsidized student loans. So that's the first issue is just a misunderstanding of that they start growing right away. And also that, you know, that they're growing, you know, if you have a 7% a interest on, you know, $100,000 of student loans, well, it's growing $7,000 $7, a year. Uh, and then I'd also say that lots of physicians, when they go into their training, they will put their loans into forbearance. So they won't make any payments no. and they'll just say, you know what, when I'm done with my residency or my fellowship, that's when I'll start dealing with them and, and figure them out. But that's often a very, very big mistake for many because your loans don't stop accruing interest when you go into forbearance. You know, forbearance is just, you know, withholding payments for a, a certain period of time. But what would happen is, you know, your loans are accruing interest and they're growing over time. And then at the end of any forbearance period, the interest will capitalize. So let's say, example, you graduate with $200,000 of a principal balance and $50,000 of, of interest that's accrued since you finished medical school and then went through a three-year residency. Well, you haven't paid on your loans for seven years, and that $50,000 actually becomes principal. So, instead, so then it starts growing and accruing interest off $250,000. Um, so that, that's, a, you know, one, one mistake that I often see is people going into forbearance because they see that big payment when they go into their training and they can't afford that. But what you can do is you can look into an income driven repayment program 
and, and the payments are very affordable. And for a lot of people in your intern year, you're going to have $0 payments, assuming that you didn't make anything when you were an MS4. You know, your last year of medical school, highly unlikely that you were working, uh, you know, when you're going around doing interviews. Um, but what, and, and the other thing that it benefits you enrolling in an, uh, an income-driven repayment program is it also keeps the door open for uh, loan forgiveness tracks. So there's two main loan forgiveness tracks. One of them is public service loan forgiveness, which occurs after 10 years of working. And there's another one called uh, taxable forgiveness, which is 20 or 25 years. And I mainly see physicians doing the, the public service loan forgiveness track. Wow. And if you just enroll in, you know, one of the income driven repayment programs, let's say for your three year residency, you could get payment count for three years towards that program. And it keeps the door open for that path. So that's another big issue is, you know, if you end up working in a non for profit or a 501c3 or you work in academia when you finish your, your training, you know, you've missed out on, on a huge opportunity if you weren't making payments in one of those income driven repayment programs, because you could be well on your way reaching the 10 years of, uh, of, of required payments to get your loans forgiven tax free through that program. Wow. So, and, so yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. And, and then I was just going to say the, the other issue that I see is people private refinancing their student loans when when it's the wrong time and people not private refinancing when it's the right time. So a little <laughs> bit confusing, but you know, but bottom line, when you're in your training, it's almost always a good idea to just keep your loans federal and you know keep the door open for loan forgiveness, unless you're positive you're going to go into a private practice. That's when I think you can, yes, go ahead and, and private refinance your student loans. And the other thing, if you took out some private student loans, when you were in your undergrad or, you know, any, you know, medical school, you know, you should look to private refinance those when you graduate and you're starting to get a paycheck as a trainee. And also when you become an attending, because you can typically get that interest rate down from where it is when you were in school. And that's another issue that I see is people are carrying too high of interest rate balances well into their training and attending years. Wow. So yeah, you've, uh, you've actually did a really nice summary in a, uh overview and so it sounds like you know um you know it's good to have someone that uh medical students you know can co go to to you know through either blogs or you know podcasts and videos um and then it sounds like you offer a um, lot of a wealth of knowledge and advice so it sounds like don't do it alone you know talk to somebody talk to a lot of people figure out what your options are and and then make the best decision because it sounds like you know a lot of these have a you know huge financial impact so um what's the what's the best way for um people to uh to contact you and to get a hold of you because i know a lot of people are interested in in in, in your, you know your services and you know what you do and what you offer yeah so our website studentloanadvice.com has a contact us tab you can also reach me at andrew at studentloanadvice.com you know, is, is a great way to connect with us. That way you can kind of dig in and get, get a feel for what we do. If you're career curious, we have a blog, we have some posts and some resources that you can do. But if you're, you know, you're confused beyond that, or, you know, you think you're on the right track and just want to make sure that you're doing it in the most optimal way, you know, feel free to touch, touch base with us and, and we'd love to help, help you out. Yeah. 
and to the audience, uh, you know, I I hung out with uh, Andrew and you know his entire team, and they they're they're all great people, great guys, uh, and they just offer a lot of wealth of knowledge. So um, I'll be sure to put all of your uh, contacts and resources in the show notes. But uh, thanks so much for that. Um, I think you gave a really good um, jet overview, and you know a lot of people are gonna reach out to you. So. Um, hope to have you on future episodes when we talk about student loans and credit and, and different types of advice. We would love to do that, Christopher. It's, it, it, was, it was a pleasure talking to you today. Well, I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast episode with our fantastic guests. Once again, let's give a shout out to this week's sponsored InCrowd Answers. InCrowd Answers is a platform specifically for professionals that get paid for their expertise in answering short micro surveys. If you're a professional, especially a physician, looking to diversify your passive income streams or earn some side income on the side and no cost or obligation to you, it's quick, easy, convenient, and free to use. So you can go there by checking out the link in crowdanswers.com in the show notes below. What a great episode with this week's guest. I have a small ask. Do you mind finding the show on Apple Podcasts and submitting your review? By being here week after week, you're that much closer to having the knowledge you need to find your version of financial freedom. Let's help other physicians see that they can do that too through you. Thanks again and see you online or on next week's episode.